Hi, everyone, and welcome back to yet another cracking edition of the Map Round Show. This is the Secrets of Fail series where we're talking to successful founders, CEOs, uh, and entrepreneurs all about their epic business failures. You know, the stuff they hate to put on LinkedIn. <laughs> so uh, with us in the hot seat today is the uh, CEO of GoFormsWithZ.com. Uh, his name is Rob Bruce. Rob, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome, brother. Well, look, uh, kick us off with the elevator pitch. What exactly are you guys up to at GoForms? Yeah, happy to do so. So GoForms, as the name kind of implies, is we are taking paper-based processes and making them digital. So I know that seems like, wait a minute, it's 2023. How are people still dealing with paper? They are, and it's amazing. So basically what we do is, first of all, we have six patents on the ability to take your form. So we start with the actual piece of paper that someone's used to using. Mm -hmm. So change management, user adoption goes through the roof. We take that document, we make that the editable digital form. So when you hand a guy out in the field an iPad and you say, give me your clipboard, the first thing they see is their form, only now it's all grown up. So we serve industries like construction, energy, field service type use cases. But the real value of the solution is not that you went from paper to digital. It's now that you have that data digitized and it's available in real time. What do you want to do with the data? How do you pre-fill the form? How do you have when that form is complete, go back to your system of record? How do you then start to run analytics on your business to improve your business? So GoForms is uh, it's a really simple yet elegant solution from the standpoint of getting people off paper. But then once they realize that they have all this data, it really becomes a, a business transformation tool. Mm. Yeah, there was this crazy stat. Uh, another one of my clients uh, shared with me the other day, he said they're in like the AP automation space. And he said in America, I think the number is like 500 million, uh, you know, checks are sent yeah. <laughs> every year, dude, by post. Yeah. Right to get. I, know, I mean, like, crazy. what the fuck is going on? Like, that's how is that possible? You yeah, know? it really blew my mind when I joined the company. I thought, come on, this problem has been solved. I mean, I worked at places like you know Salesforce and Twilio, all these hot technologies, and now I'm like, wait a minute, I'm selling to industries that are running around with pieces of paper. But literally, it's not just mom and pop shops. It is Fortune 500 organizations mm. are literally running around with paper as a business process. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, congrats, dude. Well done. Yeah, thanks <laughs> for getting thanks. in there. Uh, but uh, let's get into the meat and the potatoes of uh, this episode. What is your story of fail for our audience around the world today? Yeah, there's so many to choose from, unfortunately. But uh, I'll just I'll start with kind of the high level uh, background of me. You know, I've, I've had 27 jobs. I went to seven universities. So failure is something I'm just used to and I, I embrace and I somewhat enjoy for uh, lack of a better term. Uh, but I'll get, I guess I'll start with the biggest one, which it actually has to do with GoForms. Um, as I had mentioned when we first met, uh, I am not the founder of the company. I came in to run sales. And after about six months, I took over as the head of customer success. And unfortunately, in August of 2017, we had learned that our CEO had embezzled uh, $1.5 million from the company and essentially put us out of business. So uh, that is the ultimate failure in the sense of uh, we just didn't know what to do. And uh, in all fairness, I raised my hand and I said, I think I know what to do. Uh, please give me a shot at the CEO role and let's see what we can do to turn this thing around. Yes, yes. That's crazy. It by really the, is. By the way, that's another reason that you know, the, the, the manual check thing, that when checks are being sent and invoices, everything being sent manually, it's another, yeah. it opens the whole space up for fraud, exactly what you just said. So, um, so what did that whole experience teach you and, and where did you guys net out at the end of the day? Well, um, it, it taught me that 
you know, not not everybody in the world has the best intentions, right? I always go in with the idea that people are good and I look for the positive in things. And I knew the guy wasn't the greatest CEO in the world. And I was trying to do what I could to, you know, help him make decisions to benefit the company. So when he did uh, end up, you know, saying that, yes, I did do this and we caught him clearly, it was easy for me to raise my hand and say, look, I know what to do because I've been telling him what to do and he just hasn't been doing it. So I think, you know, number one, it was, you know, some people are bad, you know, you know, that that's just the reality of the world, even though I still have a positive attitude in every interaction I have. And number two, I learned a whole lot about myself as it relates to resiliency, uh, the ability to get punched in the gut every morning and still say, I got this because we went through a lot, as you might imagine. It wasn't just the fact that the money was gone. It was, can I go raise money to help us survive? Can I right-size the company to allow us to survive? Can I make the right decisions related to the people that I kept versus the people that I let go? And then as you continue down that path, you forget, you know, there's still other things that are going to occur. Now I have to, you know, this is public information. I've got to get through security reviews. I've got to, uh, you know, other lawsuits coming. It was, it was a little bit of nonsense for a while. But, you know, like I said, this was 2017. Today, we are a $14 million ARR company. We're heading towards profitability. We're well-funded. We've got great customers. It's so far behind us that it's almost not a story worth telling anymore, other than you know, our success is really what it's about, right? When I decided to stay and turn this company around, it was about the idea that we're going to make this place something special, and we're well on our way to doing that. Mm, absolutely. So, Rob... If you could get into the uh, Matt Brown show time machine and <clears throat> have the luxury or privilege of going back in time, like, you know, what would you do differently, uh, if anything? Yeah, I guess the, the the hardest one for me to think about is it was clear to me that I was probably in the better position to take over the company. And I even had a few employees along the way go, man, you're better than this guy. Why don't you run the company? And I took the approach of, no, that's not who I am. I'm not here to undermine anybody. I came in here to be the head of sales, and that's the role I'm going to play. And if I were to look back on it, I think the smarter thing to do would have been to raise my hand earlier and say, I should be running this place and, and take it over. And even though that's not kind of who I am as a personality and I want to be a good you know, employee and all that stuff, but the reality is that writing was on the wall and I should have, I should have raised my hand earlier and taken it over. And then, you know, we could have, you know, hopefully solved this problem earlier and not been in Zavada a situation. Mm. It's interesting that uh, like a lot of employees won't go to the CEO and go, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a del delicate conversation to have, but yeah, that's what I should have done. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. What, um, is your advice to other CEOs uh, today, uh, Rob, in, in the sense of, you know, the importance of failing or failure in becoming successful as a business? Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I think a lot of people use the term, you know, fail fast. And a lot of companies talk about, oh, yeah, we embrace failure. I think you have to have a culture of failure. And I actually think it starts at the top. You can't just tell your employees it's okay to fail and then think that you have a culture that that reflects that. I think it really does start at the top that you have to fail. You have to share your failures and you have to say, it's okay that I did this and I learned from it. And this is what I learned because, you know, people can talk about it all day long, but at the end of the day, no one's going to feel that, oh, I can fail. Oh, okay, great. You have to show real world examples. And look, if you're, 
actually believing in it and it is your culture, then you as a CEO should be failing and you should be failing frequently and you should be sharing those failures. So I, I think my only advice would be don't get so caught up in that you're the boss. And even though you may think failure is okay for them, it's actually okay for you and you need to be the one to share it. Mm, absolutely. What about uh, books, tools, or resources, Rob, that you use on and or that you recommend to other you know, CEOs, entrepreneurs on their journey? You know, I get asked that question a lot. And I'll be honest with you. I'm not that big on all the books and the resources. In all fairness, I have a lot of um, mentors and um, peers and people that I just love to communicate with. Um, I, I like getting real world examples of what's happening out there versus a book that was written three years ago and I need to go read about. So when I read, I read for pleasure. I love to check out and go to some fantasy land for a reading. I'm not big on the business books. And I'm sure a lot of people would say, oh, well, that's silly. Why wouldn't you do that? I get I get all of that from my interactions that I have on a daily basis with my peers and my mentors. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, I also, it's a time thing, isn't it? I mean, I just, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I. Yeah, I love reading for pleasure. I love, you know, the the murder mysteries and the courtroom dramas and, you know, give me that kind of a book all day long versus I've been doing this all day and now I'm going to go read about it. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm, I've met funny enough, a mentor of mine, Howard Mann, he's also been on the show a few times <clears throat> over the years. And uh, he when I got to the States, he sent me a book called Fewer Better. I did an interview with him on the Secrets of Scale yeah. series. And, um, and when he gave me the book, I was like, I don't have time to read this fucking book. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, I don't yeah. have time, dude. And and you know, and thankfully he subscribes to this new philosophy which I subscribe to, which is um, you know, a book today for for if you're focused on nonfiction and for CEOs or entrepreneurs, right? That it has to be short enough to read on a flight from LA to New York. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you have the time then, to kill. Otherwise, where are you yeah. gonna find the time, dude? Um, and so like You're these right. 70,000 word monsters, like no one's got time for that shit, you know? Every now and then I will get a recommendation from someone I respect that will say, you really need to read this one. And I'll just drop it in audible and I'll do exactly what you said. When you're on a plane, what's it matter, right? You can put the headphones in and listen to it. So, but to your point, if I can't be done by the time that round trip flight is over, then I'm probably not going back to it. Yeah. Would you read, uh, would you read the secrets of fail book that's coming out if your story was in it? Of course I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you though, Matt. Just make just make sure it's uh, L.A. to New York, right? Done. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, let's uh, let's end on that bombshell, uh, Rob. Congrats, dude. Uh, what you've done is is really remarkable. You should be really proud of yourself and the team there. And so, if you if you've done what you've done in such a short period of time, you know, I'm just I can only imagine where you guys are going to be going in the future. So, wishing you all the best. Well, I appreciate that, Matt. Thank you. Anytime. Thanks, everyone. 